Hello and welcome to Creative Conversations for the Soul, the podcast that speaks to inspiring individuals and curious minds, lifting the lid on what it means to embrace true wholehearted creativity. I'm Amber and I'm your host. I'm a copywriter, writing mentor and content strategist at The Wild Wordsmith, creating soulful stories for free-spirited brands. Today is the final episode of season one and of course it's a solo episode. So grab a cuppa, get comfy and switch off for 10 minutes. I hope that you enjoy it. If you've been following this podcast, you've probably been wondering where the final episode of the season went. So let me be honest with you. I don't even know where the end of the year went. In this big old concoction of moving into our first house, turning 30, shifting into a limited company, getting COVID, and finishing my writing course, and then trying to keep my head still above water, well, I just lost sight. I found myself stuck on the treadmill, running, running, running. And whether it's the promise of a new year, or whatever it is, I'm ready to get off. We often talk about intentions for the year and what we want our word to be come January. I remember in the past I would have pages of resolutions, enormous tasks that would leave me feeling less than when I undoubtedly didn't cross them off. And while I'm not saying that resolutions are bad, I do think that they put unnecessary pressure on us in a, let's face it, high pressure world. With that in mind, I have a few gentle aims for the year ahead instead. Number one is to give my intuition more power. Actually, intuition is my word for 2022. I've always been a huge advocate for staying in your own lane, especially when it comes to the smoke screens that Instagram presents us with. And as a business owner, I like to think that I trust myself to know where I want to take things rather than getting distracted by what others are doing. However, when I look back, I can see that I did, in fact, become lost in the small business rat race. I had a period, maybe around the springtime, when I felt so focused. I was running my journaling for joy workshops. I was planning out the autumn writing camp. I was absolutely loving this podcast and starting to pitch articles about writing and well-being. And then I just stopped. I don't even think that stopping was intentional. But I just instead became more focused on expanding my business, taking on more work and basically blocking out every single hour in the diary for client work, which I bloody love, by the way. I'm lucky to support some really, really special businesses. But that's not all I am, is it? I wanted my business to always be more than that. It's why I rebranded to the Wild Wordsmith from Badger Creative. And I was actually reminded of this just this week. Um, I found out that I'd made the hashtag IAlso100 list for 2022. Um, IAlso is a campaign which is now in its fourth year, um, which recognises female entrepreneurs and especially those who class themselves as more than just one thing. Hence the name IAlso. Now, if I trusted my intuition more, I'd have never forgotten this because I intuitively know that my path in life is one that is absolutely covered in different twists and turns. One where I could be writing my book one day and crafting copy for a client website the next. 
And my creative calling is 100% to encourage and guide others to use writing as a way to support their own health and well-being. So that's one intention, to listen to my intuition and to give it a proper seat at the table. I also, and this is actually inspired by my friend Steph from Innovate and Thrive, want to put my health first this year. As I record this, I'm still on holiday from work. I intentionally took two full weeks off, crazy, as I knew that the first week of the festive break is very rarely relaxed. Joyous, yes, but never relaxed. (laughs) And I'm really, really, really glad that I did that. I've spent this week trying to reacquaint myself with the things that fill my cup. And that's meant lots of reading, writing, yoga every day, a cold water swim, and oh my lord, was it cold, and time visiting family. All of this is really important to me. I've noticed quite a big rise in my panic and anxiety attacks in the past few months. When I say a rise, you know, I'm talking around once a week, so nothing enormous. And I have found ways to work through them, but still, I don't want them at all. They always tend to manifest at nighttime. So normally I'll be relaxing, typically reading my book. And then I get this intense feeling of just utter fear and dread. It just completely washes over me. Best case scenario, I'll cry and then breathe my way sort of out of it. Worst case, well, the worst case scenario is bad. And obviously I can't be sure, but I think that they're worse sort of recently because I haven't been giving myself the space and attention to really look after my own well-being. When all I do is work, cook, watch TV and go to bed, it's just it's just an endless loop and it's this endless loop that I know is so easy to fall into but it's also one that is so so hard to get out of. So yes that's another intention to get myself out of the loop because when I'm doing the things that bring me joy everything feels lighter. I know that my work is better for sure and I'm way more creative so the manuscript gets heavier and heavier and this is going to be especially important this year as our house renovations start and I can imagine myself getting just a tad stressed about it all. Plus I'm starting my yoga teacher training with the absolutely glorious Laura Green in March so I need to be in the right state of mind for it all. So I then want to practice what I preach more. I spent some time over the break listening back to some of the gorgeous interviews from this first series of the podcast. And I mean, wow, what amazing, beautiful conversations they were, all around topics that mean so much to me. Journeying, cyclical wisdom, body acceptance, you know, just to name three. And every single one opened my eyes in just such transformative ways. And yet I know deep down that I have allowed some of those important messages to just drift away. I don't know why, whether it's the ego, my inner saboteur, who knows. But as 2021 drew to a close, I guess I just found myself further away from that person, that compassionate, self-loving and nourished person that I had stepped further into throughout those conversations. So I want to spend some time getting back to that person. I know that she's in there. She isn't even that far away. She just needs a bit more love, you know, a bit more care and attention. I think that more time with my journal and certainly longer time spent in meditation will help me get there. Well, I hope so anyway. Most of all, I want to accept that while I cannot control everything, and, you know, come on, the past two years have shown us that, haven't they? 
I can control a lot. I am my own master and I am in charge of my journey. Even just knowing that is power. And I want to hold that power tight in my hands. I want to clutch it to my chest and never let it go. So my darlings, this is where I'm going to leave things. I am so sorry that this final episode has taken so long for me to record, but it does feel very cathartic sharing it with you now. Creative Conversations for the Soul will be back for a second series later this year. And if you or someone that you know would like to feature them, please do email me at amber at thewildwordsmith.co.uk. I've learned so much about myself hosting this podcast and I do hope that you've enjoyed it because I've loved recording it. If you have, it would be amazing if you could rate the podcast or leave a review. So until then, stay curious and keep searching. Goodbye.